This week on Erotic Awakening, kinks I wish I had, men's health rant, and the subby look. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. It's always right now. Why do you look at me like that? The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to the support of our patrons who receive ad-free early access to the podcast as well as other perks. So we thank all of our supporters and our newest supporter, Lynn. Lynn, wonderful Lynn, who we've known for many, 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 years. many, many years. I was actually chatting with her last night and um, we were trying to figure out how many years and it's, uh, we both agree, many, 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 many. Yes, that's <laughs> plenty. <laughs> exactly. Well, hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the uh, the appearance of a submissive. And last time Dawn and I had this discussion off camera, it she misunderstood me completely. So we'll see if that helps or hurts. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh, we also have Dawn has some kind of rant about men's health. But before we get into that, we are going to get into kinks that we wish we had. And although we are doing this podcast for those that like the video aspect there is a video aspect over there on the youtube we are not going to be showing you any of the kinks that we wish we had we're just going to talk about them exactly so and and you're the one that brought this topic to mind and the idea is if i remember correctly it is what are the kinks that you wish you had Mm -hmm. which is kind of a weird thing i mean if you wish you had a kink can't you just go do it no, no, it doesn't work like that, right? So, and it is a kink that I wish I had, not um, not like shaming a kink or something. You know what I mean? It's it's one that I would be interested in, but um, just something not. You wish, something you wish you enjoyed. Yeah. So, so Look let's take cup there. like the cup. I mean, no. The, what about the cup? This cup is a symbol for nothing. I just need a cup for my drink. <laughs> So, so the first thing that I thought of when I thought of this question was like interrogation. Okay. Right. So always want to be interrogation. It's hot. I'd like to be an interrogation, but I got a lot of landmines. Mm -hmm. So I would really have to trust the person that I did it with. And then is it really an interrogation? You know, I, I just. But wait a minute. So you trust me plenty. But you don't right? want to do interrogation play with me. No, I'd love to do interrogation play with you until you reminded me how many of my buttons you know and that you like to win. Yeah. So I don't want to be broken. Sure. <laughs> so I'd love to get into that. And, you know, I hadn't thought about this before, but why can't I just dial it down? Why can't I just do a soft interrogation scene? But the reality is... I don't... You like to win. <laughs> but it's more than just wanting to win. It's If it's going to be an, inter- if it's gonna be an effective ter- interrogation scene to mm-hmm. me... It has to inspire some genuine fear and or peril. Right. And I don't know. Would I do that? Would I? I've done live action role play before. And I don't, I'm not always, it's not always easy for me to get into a character. So like I'll pick a character and then because I want to be flirty and fun and blah, blah, blah. And instead my character turns into Dawn, who is a healer and does card readings right. and is in the corner of the, the whatever it is, the inn, tavern. the sure. tavern. So, so role-playing I've never been good at. And interrogation, I actually want that to be beyond role-playing. I mean, it's still role-playing, right? But I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm acting to do this thing to make this thing happen. 
I want to be scared. That's the fun part of it. Right. I like fear play. And you just don't know anybody other than me that you trust enough right. to, to do that scene with you. Right. So now there is someone that is really um, popular in the interrogation sure. community. Yep, yep. And I knew he was going to be interrogating some people in front of people for a class. And I still had to leave because I knew he was going to be using some tools that I don't want to play with, even mm-hmm. though I was just going to be watching it. So, so does this count? I mean, yeah, I don't see it. That's not a problem. Do it fair enough for me. It's, it's fine. Right. And that leads, that brings me, it's a perfect example of a scene that you wish you were into, but either you're not into for whatever reason, not willing to pay the price on that one. I think is the way yeah, I say it. Yeah, I think so. The landmines. I was thinking, do I wish I was more into cosplay as a kink? No, no, not really. I know the one that I came hmm. up with was, and I don't know if it really fits what you're saying. I think, I, I think of prostate play, right? Right. The people, the male-bodied people I know that do prostate play, or go, oh, they're though it's the greatest thing ever, right? It's it's squirrely Dan on Letterkenny. Yes, milk <laughs> uh, in the prostate. It feels, right. it feels good, damn it. Um, I just don't have any draw towards it, regardless of how well we. Uh, reviewed it is by everybody, right, right? But it would open up your play possibilities, right? Not that significantly. Yeah. I mean, if there'd be one new thing, right? My my right. other one being is if I was by, right. right? Now that would open up the play possibilities. Oh, that's half the population that I would be open to playing with. So, assuming, I mean, just because you're by doesn't mean you find half the population attractive, right? You. Right. But it'd certainly give us an opportunities. Uh, we had talked before about the. The one male, female, male scene that I did, it was, there was a lot of just avoiding the other guy <laughs> in my brain. Uh, now, I don't think I would be that way so much, right? I mean, I've touched other guys' penises at this point. I, right. I remember that. A nice yeah. sensual scene with another male-bodied mm-hmm. person. But I'm not into guys. Right. So... So I kind of wish I did. Yeah. I wish I did. Yeah. But you're attracted to what you're attracted to. Exactly. So, and some of the other things that I've thought of is um, I kind of wish I was into rope. My few experiences with rope, I just uh-huh. hasn't done it for me. But if I was into rope, oh my God, there's rope groups and rope people and rope events and, you know, and all this yeah. stuff. It would just open up the opportunity more and, or self-suspension. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've seen people do self-suspension and that's something I could do on my own. And, you know, I'm actually sitting here like the last time I talked about this with you about self-suspension. I kind of get that whole, but this is something I could do myself. One of the things I don't like about rope is that there is a um, chance of nerve damage. So that's one of those don't want to pay the price. But it's also I just haven't gotten a thrill out of it. And I've had people go, well, let me show you how this is what it's like. And they've done it with me. And it just it still hasn't done anything for me. But self-suspension, holy cow. I've seen Lee Harrington do it and um, mimic some tarot card stuff mm-hmm. like the hanged man and things like that. And he did the whole self-suspension thing. And it was a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. And it would be so cool. I would not have to depend on anybody else to play with. And I could go do something that is just me in my space, but in the dungeon energy. Right. Right. So, but 
I, I don't know that I have the memory to remember ties and what's safe and what's not safe and blah, blah, blah. So you said that we are actually going to be interviewing somebody on that. We so are I, I may have to talk to them about it and, and, and see what's, see what's what. The, the only other one that comes to my mind is a kink that I wish I was into is you and I went to see a demo on um, shaving. Oh, it was yeah. actually straight razor shaving as part of a scene. And I totally dug that. And I, I um, bought all the stuff. I remember that. And I had a nice shaving kit and I just, it, it's the perfect example of a kink that I wish I was into that just did not sing to me that didn't do shit for me. You were really talking about it and really seemed like you were interested in it. I got excited. I, anybody wants to straight razor me that I trust, go for it. But um, then you ended up giving all the stuff away to a um, auction. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, for one of the events and it got auctioned off. So, so you tried, right. And after doing kink for this long, it's actually hard to find new things yep. to try. So um, that was exciting. But um, the other thing that I came across that I was thinking about that I really wish I was into other people really wish I was into it. I've had people push mm-hmm. to try to get me into yep. it. And it just doesn't sing to me. And that's topping, just topping in general. I mean, I'll try to fantasize about it. And whenever I fantasize about it, I'm co-topping with you. Okay. So I try to fantasize about it. And um, every great once in a while, I'll have a, I'll give that a try. I even have my own toy bag, Mm -hmm. right? I've got all the toys to play with to top. And um, I've got toys in there that I don't even particularly like for me, but they're pretty. And it looks like they would be cool to top somebody else with. Mm-hmm. But so far, after all this time, not really. Just doesn't not, do it for you. Just doesn't do it for me. Not yet. I mean, I know switches have a great time and I would definitely get more play and I'd be able to. Mm, I was going to say I'd be able to reach out to more people to play with, but that I also consider that part of my responsibility as a submissive as well. Yeah. So, so not to wait for someone to ask to play with me if I want to play with them. So tell us, oh, podcast listeners, what kinks do you wish you were into that just doesn't work for you? You can contact us via the Erotic Awakening email, which is Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Dawn, I understand that you are working on a new book. I am, but so are you. I am, but <laughs> how am I supposed to know when this new book gets done? Am I so, supposed to like go check websites or watch oh, Twitter? No, no, no. So we'll probably be announcing it on those places, but the easiest way to know everything that we do, the book that's coming out, discounts, anything that we're doing is with the newsletter. So, and you can sign up for the newsletter and get your EA shout out. Like Davelli from Virginia. Amorza from Maryland. Candice from Washington. Amaris from California. Daniel from Oregon. Monica from California. Dory from the United States. Randy from Missouri. And Lacken from Arizona. Awesome. So head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. Thank you, all of you, for letting us shout out your name like that. And I think we got them all right. But if we didn't, you'll have to let us know. So, Dawn, um, this was an actual question I came across the other day. Okay. And I thought it was kind of interesting. And we talked about this before, and you misunderstood what I was saying. <laughs> but I'll let you. I get a second chance. You get a second chance. <laughs> 
So you, as a, uh, if you were a dominant type mm -hmm. and a submissive type said, hey, I'm getting ready to go to my first play party. How, what, or my, my first event. Okay. Right? What is the appropriate appearance for a submissive? So how would you answer that? So the last time we tried to talk about this, the first thing that blew my mind was, is you said, if I was a dominant, yes. or if I was a top. So my brain's already trying to wrap around that. And then with appearance, I automatically goes, go for clothes. Mm -hmm. And because everybody always asks, what should I wear to my first event? And um, Bat did not appreciate it when I texted back clothes. <laughs> that did not go over very well at all. So that's, that's where my brain was. And but what you're asking me is what demeanor and that's where Should we got they to have. So, or is there one? Well, I, I'm still thinking. And it's like, if I go into an event, and I know you told me to think about it as a top, right? But mm -hmm. I don't know how to think like that. So I don't know. So I, I flip it and it's like, so I would imagine, I don't know that I can go to an event and just be quiet and have a low key demeanor. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm quiet because I'm an introvert, but people don't talk to me if I'm too quiet. Right. They don't try to get to know me if I'm too quiet. If my eyes are lowered, people will specifically not talk to me as if I don't wanna be bothered. Right. Right? So what's worked for me is to just be me. And to get in the conversation and laugh if things are funny and be personable. You're not necessarily going to know if I'm a submissive, though, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just another person. You're not going to know if I'm submissive. You're not going to know if I'm the top. You're, you're really not going to know. And there's where we got to this conversation right. last time because I disagree. Now, first off, I'm not going to suggest that there is a right answer here. Um, everybody's going to do their own take on this, but I will disagree with what you said there. When I go into an event, I have a really good idea of who is a top, who is a bottom and who is a switch. There is, I'm the exception, but go ahead. There is a look to it. You don't count. And I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. For two reasons. As a matter, I can of think of a few reasons. Um, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, but for the most part, I can identify the difference between a top and a bottom and a switch. I will say I'm not 100% all the time. But that comes with experience. But there is a demeanor to in an event space to tops and to bottoms. There, there's a difference. You know, and I love the word you used, demeanor. It's not so much of an appearance, although there is some appearance indicators as well. But I think it's more of a demeanor. And it doesn't matter if you're a... Uh, a male top or a female top or a non-binary top. There's a, there's a giant, there's a jam. There's a certain jam. I'll use that word to top energy. Right. And there's a certain aspect of bottom energy. So if this person was asking me that question, mm -hmm. I would say, put on your bottom energy. That's, you know, that you should have. And demeanor is not really a great word. It's the best word I got. Um, 
but there is a mindset and there's something visible, but it's, I would have a terrible time energy, describing what it is. Energy is a good one. And, and you're probably good at picking up on that, but, um, I Do you want to know why you, you, you don't, you're not part of this? Yeah. And, and then I'd like to explain something else too, but why, why am, why do you think I'm not part of this? Because when you go to a, an event, you never have bottom energy because you're either a running the event mm-hmm. or you're presenting at the event. Mm-hmm. And if you are doing one of those things, that's the energy you're wearing. You know, I don't know. That's true. Um, someone last night on the owl meeting said that my energy had really changed since um, taking owl to zoom. And I was like, you know, that's probably because when you're used to seeing me in person, I either have a clipboard and I'm a producer I'm a presenter, I'm a vendor, I'm a director, yeah. I'm a something like that. So they're used to seeing me in the go, go, go mode. I don't know that I've ever been to an event except maybe a high protocol event where I'm in that uh, lower energy is not the right word, calmer equilibrium sort of thing and focused on so much. When mm-hmm. I'm in high protocol, when I'm in that that sort of mode and I'm not the kitchen bitch, the person in charge yep. of the submissives, then I can get into that mode. But man, it, it takes like a high protocol event or something or something where you've told me that that's the mode I'm going to be in. But a single submissive going into an event, I've had to fight my introversion for so long that I mean, I can remember going to LLC by myself when it was up in Cleveland mm-hmm. or somewhere, and the Cleveland bunch was up there, and I could easily have sat in a corner and just listened because that's my introvert self. I'm not going to have any conversation. No one's going to come over and talk to me if I'm like that. Right. You are different. You will see the person that is sure. That's my jam. That's your jam. You you will pick up on that, that they're either an introvert or they're shy or they're, they're a submissive and in submissive mode or something like that. And and, and it's not yeah. just that. I mean, I approach people. I don't want anybody to feel excluded. Right. And it, and it can be it's particularly challenging going to an event by yourself mm-hmm. to either, either there's a top or a bottom, but particularly there's a bottom going to an event by, by yourself and you don't know the people you don't know who's. You know, you don't know the layout of the land, so to speak. I would recommend if you that's what you're going to do, you reach out to the events organizer beforehand and say, I'm going there by myself. And often, and we certainly tried to do this with the space and other things we ran is you have a greeter of some sort that at least can give them a tour and say, yeah, this is this and this is that and get some somebody that they know. So um, it did pop into my head that um, Mocha, the first time I met Mocha was at a big event. And do you know how she came across as submissive? Hmm. My feet were killing me. And I'm not a top, but I was running around a lot during that event. My feet were killing me. My back was killing me. And she's like, would you like for me to kneel and rub your feet? I mean, to, it doesn't have to be a submissive, sure, sure. right? It could be anybody that has that talent. But usually in an event like that, it's going to be a submissive. I'm not going to have a top or a mistress right. kneeling no, at no. my feet. You would, not have, my feet. you would not have a top say, would you like me to kneel and rub your feet? Right. You might have a top say, hey, I'm a good foot massager. Do you need a foot right. massage? Right. But Mocha did not. Would you like yes. for me to kneel and massage your feet? That gave me that thing. So if you wanted to have the demeanor or whatever, or energy or whatever, you could ask, how can I help? 
I would like to, do you need me to pick up the tables do you, or, you yep. know, clean off the tables? Do you need me to do this? And when you see people, and like I said, this is not a blanket statement, but when you see people that are doing that, a lot of times they're submissives. But see, I know it can be yeah, hard that's, because that's you were a director. Right? If you're a director of the place, that's different. Your no, energy but is I think, still. I think of when we closed down the Dungeon Nights. Mm. Right. The, the, there's a type of personality. It's not a submissive personality that hangs out. But and, that's at the end of the night. Yes, that's the go, 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 let's get things yes. done. It's not during an event where, you know, it's hard to describe. It really nope, I'm with you. I'm with you. And uh, finally, Dawn, why are you angry at Men's Health Magazine? I really want to click this link to remember some of the other things that it was that frustrated me so much. But I was looking for some um buzzwords like like uh cunnilingus like we did last week and stuff and yep. things that we could talk about we're getting ready to hit 13 years on this podcast and sometimes i have to dig to find topics sure, that really sure. speak to us right so i was looking for some words and i found men's health magazine and i found women's health magazine okay this is just an aside the women's health magazine said the top 10 things that you should experience in your life that are sexual are angry sex makeup sex, um, public sex, but don't get caught, you know, things like that, right? Okay. Went over to men and they're like, no, anal, anal beads, blah, you know, things uh-huh. like that, right? Sure. But some of the things. It's an interesting distinction, actually, if you think about it, but go right. ahead. Right. One's emotional and one's like physical. You could put it that way. And that's sure. kind of the way it came across. And there was no anal beads on the women's. It was all crying sex you should have crying sex mm-hmm. you should have things like that who are these uh i wonder who these men are going to have anal sex with them I, I don't know because anal sex anyway, is not on. the one in the women's so anyway but on the men's it had you know anal beads anal sex beach sex you know things like that things to try um but one of the things and this is the one that i can remember and i know there was like five because i mm-hmm. wrote them down but the main one i remember is breath play and then it said, breath play can be dangerous. Click this link to find out how. And I'm like, how many people, how many guys are going to click that link? Mm-hmm. They're going to see breath play choking. That's allowed. And it's in this, yeah. this, this digital magazine that's for all men. Well, I'm going to go choke the shit out of my woman or my guy or, you know, whatever, I, because they said it's okay. I think about the stories that we've heard of people that even do something like spanking mm-hmm. with no clue other than reading slap or ass and they screw that up. Right. And that's a no, <laughs> I mean, you, you'll get poked in the ribs or you get yelled at, but that's not like a big fucking deal. You're not going to really, I'm going to caveat that with, if you tried hard enough, you could fuck somebody up with spanking. But like breath play, breath play is a whole different animal. So I just um, played with somebody new last week and he brought up breath play. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 because dead's off the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know your skill. Right. I don't know if you've been to classes. I don't know nothing about that. So no, because dead's off the table. And um, and that's just what it's, it's like. It feels very irresponsible to just say, oh, well, I covered my ass. I provided a link. Yeah. And, and not to say that we're, I'm not, and I don't think you're saying that breath mm-hmm. play is always a a bad idea depends who you talk to but it is a, but is <laughs> but it is an edge play it is a dangerous style of play especially if you're not if you're going into it like you're saying 
un, completely untrained, maybe, maybe you click the link and mm-hmm. read the article. Yeah. So, I mean, and there was just so many the suggestions on the list. Like I said, there was about five that I'm like, oh, man, if people don't click that link. I mean, even our Kickstarter cards say at the bottom, please take a class on this, right. this stuff that's yeah. edgier, yeah. you know? So, oh, no, that one had me frustrated. I'm like, it's no wonder guys are doing <laughs> dumb stuff. <laughs> I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can live with that. Um, so no food on boobs this time around. You did get a... A picture of the day? No, not a picture of the day. I got a tentacle thing of the day. A very hot it tentacle thing. It was really hot. And that was by one of our patrons, Peachy. And um, that was a woman, a naked is cartoon, right? It's painting. And that's a naked woman underwater. And it's a female tentacle monster that is going down on the, the mm-hmm. naked woman and tentacles and mm. it's super hot. I will give you that one. <sighs> super hot. That one. That's super my hot. jam. That is my jam. So that's going to be our new thing, huh? Everything's right. our jam. This is jam. <laughs> this is the word of the year. We've had yeah. some words. <laughs> it is the word of the year. 1984 <laughs> is the year for that. Take a moment to support the podcast. Read us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple. No, that was kind of redundant to say that one. Feel free to reach out. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn on the Twitter or FetLife. And we are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or head over to eroticawakening.com. You'll find links to our Facebook and our Discord channel. So, and I want to throw out there Discord. We are in contact with our listeners daily on Discord. So there is a link on our website for that. And we'd love to have you there. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. <laughs> Bye, Dawn. <laughs>